In two recent articles, Time Magazine tries to paint Tucker Carlson as a conspiracy theorist, and NPR tries to paint Ben Shapiro as a fraud. Is the left scared of these two and the big voices that they have? Let's get into it. Yo, this is Hanging with Apes, an Audio Apes podcast. Real talk, real topics, no limits. Audio Apes, music with no boundaries. What's up, everybody? This is K Cartoon. This is Rx Phonics. We are the Audio Apes, and you are officially Hanging with Apes, a weekly Tuesday podcast where we discuss trending topics and current news with a philosophical and comedic flair and our take on it. Two guys from the south side of Chicago. There is explicit language at times, so be advised. You could go on over to our website. That's hangingwithapes.com. You can sign up for our newsletter. And if you want to listen to some really good rap and hip-hop music, go to any major music streaming platform, type in Audio Apes, and our catalog pops up. It truly is the best. It truly is the best. Very interesting. We have two articles in which left-wing media outlets are trying to attack and be hyper-critical of Tucker Carlson and Ben Shapiro. I mean, hyper-criticism to the point where they're delusional and they're really conjuring up their own reality. And it's funny, uh, before we get into the two articles, I was talking to a friend earlier, and we were talking about how some of our friends that we've known for a while from high school and stuff like that, how certain rifts have come between us and them ever since the election. And that's because, you know, obviously during the election, People were very vocal about what was going on, not just politically, but what was going on in the streets with the looting and the rioting and everything like that. And I was telling our friend, I was like, you know, it's gotten to the point where we're you're starting to see that people are living in different realities yeah, that's that's to the that's the point no. that we're getting at where we're living in the same world, but we are some way somehow looking at life, and the perspective we're getting is like two totally different realities. And I was telling them, I was like, you know, most people would say, oh, well, it's just you know things like this shouldn't come between friends, and I agree with that, like they shouldn't. But the issue is, is that like, and and the most cliche thing that somebody would say is like, it's just about having respect for the other person's views and beliefs. It's like, well, yeah, no, because there is such a thing as right and wrong. There is such a thing. That's number one. But number two, if we can't even find ourselves in the the common ground about like what's fact and what's opinion yeah we we start to get to a strange place and and so uh the example that me and our friend were using as as far as why these rifts have developed between us and other friends is because it was literally like there were a lot of back and forths online about like the stuff that took place with george floyd 
And what was interesting about the stuff that took place with George Floyd is he was like, oh, well, during that whole situation, the looting and the rioting and everything, everybody was speaking from a perspective where emotions ran high. And I was like, well, no, I I never did. Like, I never spoke about that situation from an emotional aspect. I never even looked at it with an emotional lens. And it's because of that that I'm able to sit back and observe and realize that the situation for people is different than the situation that that I see. And, and so when if you want to debate whether or not what took place with George Floyd and like how he met his demise was legal or illegal, like I'm willing to have that conversation with you, like I'm willing to have that debate with you. But when we're talking about whether or not it's right or wrong that businesses are being looted and destroyed, it's just like, well, that's illegal and that has nothing to do with George Floyd. And so my thing is, we don't even have to have the conversation of whether or not that looting or rioting is right and wrong, but the fact of the matter remains that it is illegal and it has nothing to do with George Floyd. And people can't even concede to that, that it has nothing to do with George Floyd and that it's it's illegal it's just like well what realm what reality are you you living in where we can't even yeah concede to that like i'm not even i'm not even asking you to come to the concession or come to the 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 roadblock of whether or not it's right or wrong because let's say we don't want to deal with those those terms or those phrases i'll give you that but we can't even come to the conclusion of that being illegal and yeah. it being unrelated to what took place with George Floyd. And, and that's the thing. That's where, like, you have to realize life has rules. Like, the games have rules. Uh, you play soccer. You play hockey. You, there's rules. And so when you try to establish, like, these are the rules of, like, a debate and you can't even sit and actually have like the logistics and the the logical standpoints and people keep moving the goalposts to wherever they want you get nowhere you get nowhere because well like you said well the looting the rioting of other businesses not having to do it with George Floyd's illegal it's like yeah but that's beside the point no 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 that's not beside the point that is illegal can we agree to that and like you said, crickets. And, and can we agree that the people whose business is being destroyed have no fault or no role in what took place exactly. with, with him? Exactly. It's just like, because then if we could like find these areas where we agree and at least can see eye to eye, then we know that we're living in the same reality. But if you can't even conclude that much... I'm hard-pressed to believe that we're living in the same reality. Yeah. And, well, you sent me the the CNN video where it's um, Brian Stelter, and then he has the the lady who, who interviews Tucker Carlson in the Time magazine and then the, interview. Yeah, and then, she, then he had another guest. It was a black gentleman. I don't know what his name uh, is. It doesn't say, like, He's on the a, video. He's a, a, a 
Washington Post columnist. Yeah, and and what he was trying to establish when he was asked, well, how do we get here? He said, well, this is the thing. Like in America, like this is where we don't actually sit down and 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 and, and really have a conversation about what our common goals and our common values are. And then he goes on to braze through the or breeze past the fact that yeah like black lives do matter and like um there was something else he well what he was doing is he was establishing that he was establishing that it's okay because the left always get the left wing mainstream media always gets criticized for being biased or having a bias and so he was establishing that it's okay to have a bias as long as it's rooted in truth but then he went on to say a bunch of stuff that is unchecked is unchecked yeah. and and that's the point of the media is to check that shit yeah and so he went on to say oh well it's okay for us to have the bias that black lives matter yeah. well because it, or, or, it's okay for us to have the bias as long as it's true it's like well black lives matter is founded on a lie and that yeah is factual black lives matter was founded around the mike brown situation in which he was shot by officer darren wilson in ferguson missouri and his and it and it was based around the narrative that he had his hands up and the mainstream media went buck wild going around talking about hands up don't shoot hands up don't shoot hands up don't shoot yeah when at the time Obama's DOJ Obama was in office and his DOJ did an investigation on it and they concluded that that never took place and that is why Darren Wilson was found that was part of the reason why Darren Wilson was found not guilty so here you are talking about that you have a bias towards truth and you literally are standing side by side with an organization that is founded like their foundation is based off of a lie so what you're saying, what he's saying is it's it's disingenuous. And you're not, you, you, already you've took yourself out of the realm of, well, the, the common values. Because no, you're not willing to look in the mirror to the movements that you mess with and that, and that you, that you want to follow and, and criticize them for their bullshit. Right. And so at that point, it's like, well, how can I have a conversation with you without having to check you on that right that's what i'm saying we can't even get to the important shit because you're 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 over here in a world where you won't even acknowledge that factually what you're saying is not true yeah another thing he went on to go he went on to say is like we have a bias towards who is really the president and who really won the election it's just like okay maybe biden did legitimately win the election maybe he didn't the fact of the matter is is that four of the states that were in question the swing states four of them that were in question went dark at midnight and we didn't hear shit from them for days later yeah that is a total lack of transparency and the fact that you think that people shouldn't have questions about that means yeah. that like you are living in another reality during a time where you pick where mainstream media cherry picks what they feel like telling you and what they don't so mainstream media has created this environment in which you really 
don't feel good trusting them because it's like, oh man, this they're skipping through all this stuff. Like exactly. I have to now go through like other forms of media and be like, oh wow, I got I gotta listen to Ben Shapiro. I gotta listen to Steven Crowder. I gotta listen to maybe a Bill Maher. I have to look at other things that that have nothing to do with mainstream media because you guys are disingenuous. You guys don't really do your job as journalists. So now, yes, uh, yes, Ben Shapiro is regurgitating some of the information. Yeah, some of the information that 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 you guys are lying about because he has to now check you. Exactly. He has to check you because he, you're lying. He has to, and that's where political and news commentary comes in. Mm -hmm. That is the function of them yeah. because... So many times you guys go unchecked. And now what we're starting to see is you're getting mad and you're getting upset because you're getting checked and people are starting to pull away from you. And that's what this whole thing is about. This whole thing with these two articles that we're covering today is about the fact that Tucker Carlson is dominating the cable news ratings yeah. and Ben Shapiro is dominating the internet news ratings despite big tech despite and well yeah and that's another thing we're going to get to despite big tech but despite the billions of dollars that yeah. mainstream media has at of as uh, at, uh, at its disposal yeah you are getting bodied well well tucker is part of mainstream media but but ben shapiro yeah. I mean, I guess he's kind of getting... He, I would say he's establishment media, yeah. but I, I, I wouldn't say he's mainstream media. But he worked still, to get there. But you're still getting yeah. bodied literally by two guys. like like you And, 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 and you guys, and meaning the mainstream left media, they continuously highlight their L's because you show how much they're they're getting they're bothering you yeah. and they're getting at you and it's because it's because they keep proving <laughs> you wrong yeah and, and what's funny is like it's crazy because like the numbers i saw like i saw like mainstream media and these are like cnn fox msnbc all these all these networks like you said, they're mainstream media. They don't. They can't compare to the numbers that Ben Shapiro is doing in Facebook. Right. So then, in the article, so you, you got saw. you got you got Ben Shapiro dominating Facebook during the day. You got Tucker dominating the airways at night. Yeah. <laughs> and again, it's despite despite it's like two guys. This is some Game of Thrones shit, really. At the end of the day, this is some Game of Thrones shit. They're standing there, like, remember when, like, Jon Snow took the sword out and it's, like, the army that, that's coming at him? Yeah. And I like, that's mainstream media. That's the left. You literally And what came down, it was, it was Jon Snow, which is Ben Shapiro, and then what came down was the Daenerys Targaryen <laughs> dragon, which is funny. It's funny you say that, and I guess, I guess now it would be, uh, it's so crazy <laughs> that it went this route. It would be a good time to announce, like, we're going to start putting articles out. And so the article that we'll be releasing uh, this week, I wrote about Tucker Carlson, and I wrote it before this whole thing took place. Yeah. And what's funny, I'm gonna read uh, uh, a little segment from the from the article. I'm not gonna give give it all to you guys. You yeah. guys could could uh, check it go. out when we post it. But uh, it's funny you said that because I said 
Fox News' Tucker Carlson tonight is a Daenerys Targaryen dragon of the culture war that blasts fire and burns down poorly constructed false narratives that are pushed and regurgitated across mainstream media. For every illogical and false claim that groups like Black Lives Matter tries to beat Americans down with, Tucker Carlson has a monologue that's well-written, witty, sophisticated, and most importantly, factual to rebuke and collapse it. Wow. And, <laughs> and it's so crazy because, like, we didn't even go over this in pre-production. No. And you haven't even, I haven't even showed you the article yet. This is We've my first so time listening yeah. to any part of the article. Please continue reading. Yeah. No. And so the, the the name of the article is uh, it's titled Tucker Carlson, the four-star general of the culture war. Yeah. And so it's, oh, that's great. And but, but it's funny because I started writing the article before all of this. And then yesterday, as I was doing a little bit of uh, research and um, and and finishing up the article, I came across that video with Brian Stelter where you just talked about where he interviews the lady from Time and the the columnist yep. from the Washington Post. And the article, what's funny is uh, the 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 name of the article is not very disparaging. It's called "Talking with Tucker Carlson: The Most Powerful." Uh, conservative in America and so she, she goes on but what's funny and I and I address it in my article she goes on to talk about how now uh, they're going to be using the phrase Tuckerism which is more nimble and less aggressive than Trumpism and so it's so funny because she keep saying in the article that Tucker and it's funny it's very interesting how the left the way in which they try to evaluate guys like Tucker and Ben Shapiro because what she does is she says Tucker dips his toe in the pool of conspiracy theory but just just enough where it's not like easy to tell that it's conspiracy theory but then she never goes on to give an example of what conspiracy theories Tucker dips his well, no, of course, because his toe into. She she can be dismantled quite easily. Exactly, and what's so and what's so interesting about the whole thing is that what they want to coin and label as misinformation or conspiracy theory oh. is really just guys that are willing to like ask questions that need to be asked and frankly ask questions that people want asked and this is the thing just like what you just said about tucker this is what they say in the article about ben they say they tend when he and the settle who's the the person being interviewed here they uh they're talking about daily wire so so this is in quotation they tend to not provide very much context for the information that they are providing settle said if you've stripped enough context away and piece of truth can become any piece of truth can become a piece of misinformation now you're trying to brand ben shapiro a person who spreads misinformation the article that's written i mean outrage as a business model how ben shapiro is using facebook to build an empire oh isn't that what jen Psaki was just talking about not too long ago in yeah. a press in the press conference about how oh we have our eyes and we're They're talking working to Facebook. With Facebook about about posts that that spread misinformation. Yeah, so you're trying to link this person 
Ben Shapiro in this pool of misinformation because you're scared. You're scared. But the thing is, it's what they never give an example of what is misinformation. Even in the in in the NPR article, the writer he says that with uh, the Daily Wire that it's never you never see that it's fake or false information. It's just incredibly biased. So my thing is, you're trying to like corner these guys and say that they're misinformation and conspiracy theorists, yet you never lend any examples of how they are these things. Meanwhile, the mainstream media recently lost a historic lawsuit from Nick Sandman in which he was smeared. Like that is fake news. Or the fact that Tucker will point out, which I also put in the, I also cover in in the article that I wrote, the fact that Tucker will point out how a mainstream media leftist journalist will be on scene where looting and rioting is going on, and say that it's mostly peaceful protests, while visibly on screen a department store in the back is ablaze. It's it's like, well. You really, number one, you're not taking a look in the mirror. That's number one. But number two, on this side, we have examples of what it yeah. is that we are claiming you're doing. Yeah. On your side, you have nothing. All you have is censorship and cancel culture. And that's another thing, because Brian Stelter even said in yeah. that interview, is like, oh, well, they're gonna say, we're gonna, they're gonna say that it's that it's yeah. censorship. It's just like, well, it is because what you're trying to censor isn't even misinformation. I never thought I'd quote 6 9 but I think it makes sense in asking CNN this. Are you dumb, stupid, or dumb? Huh? Yeah. <laughs> like, what the fuck? What are you talking about? But, I mean, you guys are the ones losing lawsuits. Now, because and these people audience. check you, yeah, and audience, oh yeah, and that's we've covered that. Like Brian Stelter, ratings down, and and the thing is, it's because it's the power dynamics are shifting to people like Ben, to people who are independent, and now they're crying, yeah, they're crying about it, yeah, and and it's it's frankly it's sad because instead because and this is another point we haven't even made when and really the only guy on the left that I can omit from that is uh, when has the left ever been like, oh, bring in someone, uh, what would be Bill Maher. Bill Maher would be the only exception is on the left that they'll bring someone and say, hey, Ben, come talk to us. But when has the right commentators from the right said, oh, yeah, well, come, come to the show? Because if you're a conspiracy theorist, Please, by all means, sit down with me. Let's have a conversation how I'm a conspiracy theorist. You don't ever see leftists come to these shows because they're scared. Yeah. Maybe one or two, but like all these people like her, like the girl who did the article. Well, have a sit down with Tucker. Like have a sit down with Tucker on a show, like a debate. Right, because, he's, because he sat down with you. Yeah. He was willing to sit down with you. Have a sit down with Ben Shapiro. Like you guys want to play this game where you want to call people out and then they're like all right cool yeah fine all right well call me out come on come to the show let's talk it reminds me of uh, lebron james when it came to the whole china thing it's like uh who was it uh who was the it was the female uh, in fox lauren ingram yeah lauren ingram she said come to the show Come to the show. We can exactly. talk. Exactly. LeBron said, nah. All right, cool. Well, then shut the fuck up and dribble. And see, that to me, it's like, those are war. 
those are words of war. Like if someone told me that, says, "All right, cool, I'll be there next Tuesday." Since since you want to talk shit, all right, we'll talk about it. Yeah, because um, LeBron would have gotten eaten alive. Yeah, it was sure wouldn't even ha- that shit would have been so funny. Yeah, but I mean, if you believe in what you're saying and you're and, and it's you back know to, what the fuck you're talking about, yeah. well then fine, by all means, sit down with Laura Ingram. But if you're gonna have an opinion and then retreat when someone calls you out on that opinion and says, "All right, well let's have a conversation about it," well then you're not very respectable. No, and you're me, not respectable, and you're weak. And what's funny is. It, the that is why if you notice the right wing more and more of their platform is becoming the culture war like right now the left wing it's not as much there is culture like black lives matter and stuff like that but the left wing it's a lot of like free college cut a motherfucker a check for not doing nothing it's a lot of that type of shit yeah. but the right wing you're seeing the the, the importance of the culture war is a little bit more prominent with them and the reason why is yeah. because you've always had left right and you had and you've had moderates and what's funny about moderates is that moderates are the moderators in a way of like what the fuck is going on politically yeah. it's just like oh you motherfuckers on the right are going too far it's it, it, the moderates are the ones that that like serve as the median when you know, the uber conservative Christians were like, oh, well, gays need to be yeah. banished from hell. It's just like, oh, well, why don't you just let them live their life and keep it the fuck moving? And but, then and then now that, you know, in the, in the realm of like fucking critical race theory and cancel culture, yeah. is there the ones that are, are like, well, that's a, cancel culture. Uh, like, what about First Amendment and critical race theory? Yeah. Like, it's fucking all these theories that are like anti-white people. And so... You have the moderates, and like even now, moderates are considered right wing. Well, look at Joe and, Rogan, and that's because of how yeah. unhinged the left has become, and that is why like the moderates n- need to moderate, and like and 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 I see them moderating by tuning out, like they're tuning out of all of this virtue signaling shit they're tuning out from cnn they're tuning out from msnbc and now you're seeing the daily wire crank up tucker carlson what what was it uh last year around the election time when those ratings came out and it was just like he was like utterly dominating yeah but i mean i think i think if i'm not mistaken at, at his time slot he was getting more views than cnn and msnbc combined yeah and to me that that's like i mean this is why they'll get at a guy like Joe Rogan too. Like Joe Rogan's not even in the political realm. Joe Rogan's just a guy that interviews people from all walks of life. But even he's scary to the left because he's willing to sit down with anybody and be like, "All right, well, let me get to know." Because he's like the ultimate moderator. Yeah. Yeah. Well, in fact, if any, remember they were they want we were <laughs> there was a big push for him yeah. to be a, a moderator during the the presidential debates. That would have been great because he we were all for it. Yeah. Be, he never has. He'll sit with Trump. He'll sit with Bernie. He'll sit with Hillary. He'll sit with DeSantis. He'll sit with Kanye. He'll sit with fucking Marilyn Manson. He'll sit with whoever the fuck and get to know their side. Get to know them as a person. Get to know where the music comes from, where the movie ideas come from, where the politics come from. And that's why he's way more prominent than Don Lemon, Brian Stelter, than any of those motherfuckers because they're not willing to do that. 
And and it, and even yeah. if they are willing to do that, which they're not, yeah. they're not going to give the person a fair shake. It's going to be, it's going to be a hit piece, wep- a hit piece yeah. weaponized, one hundred percent. And and that's that's why he's so big. And that's why if if there's any indication on on who's on who's making the the, I don't. Everyone's gonna have their biases, but who's making the better strides when it comes to news and and actually being journalists? It's the moderates, and 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 the right. But the the biggest indicator is the way they treat Joe Rogan. Who's treat? Who wants to cancel him? Yeah, you know what I mean. Because this is a guy who just he really doesn't have an agenda. He just wants to talk to people, and the left is the ones that are scared of him. Yeah. Why? Ask yourself why. Well, and and ask yourself why they're because that same logic that you use, you could even apply that to how the right treats the left. You never hear Ben Shapiro or 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 Tucker or Hannity or Laura Ingram saying uh, doing doing uh, pieces of, about why CNN or Don Lemon or Brian Stelter should be off the air or pieces because in neither in, in in neither of these two articles do they flat out say that like tucker should be off there even though they've tried on occasions to get him out like I mean, with, with 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 various tactics yeah. and with with uh ben shapiro as well but they definitely like allude to it whereas yeah. whereas like you never get that from the right in fact all the right does is like tell you well you could listen or look at or watch yeah. whoever you want but this is why you shouldn't watch them because, hey, th- they were false about that. They were false on this, yeah. and they were false on that, and they were wrong about this, and they were wrong about that. And the left, they, well, the left wing mainstream media, they want to continue to go unchecked because I think they want people to live in alternate realities. That I yeah. think, I think it benefits their agenda but see this is where this is where it gets into dangerous territory because this is where conspiracy theory reigns supreme when when you're in those two modes right that's where like we're like like the anti-vaxxers right there might be some good science coming from the vaccines in two years you know once once the trials have went but how can you've now caused a rift in which some people are like anti, we're not going to do it, and then the science might say, "Hey, this is good." I'm not saying that that that's what it says now because we're in trials. Literally, there was the, these are the trials. Everyone that's been vaccinated; these are the trials. You let time pass, but how can you even relay that information when there's already that line in the fucking sand where it's like, "Well, now we don't trust whatever you say, whatever you're going to say." We don't trust it, and this is where we're at now. Right. This- well, well, what you're saying, I get it, but at the same time, the science, in a, in a, to a certain extent, has already spoken because the backs, the, the, the virus itself is over ninety nine percent survival rate. Yeah. So that's the other thing too. It's just like you want to call somebody like an anti vaxxer It's not that, but like. You all that are saying, oh, well, the science, follow the science. Well, the science says that it's over 99% survival rate. Like, well, I, see, in your, fact- your stance right now is a reasonable stance. 
to a real anti-vaxxer, that's not enough. But to like the people that want you to get the vaccine, that's not enough. So you're kind of stuck in this like realm of reason where you're not you're just a motherfucker keeping it real. And to me, that's where where your your answer would not be good enough for like those true conspiracy theorists that that come up with shit. And then like it's not good enough for for them for like the 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 people. And I put in quotation that say listen to the science, but then yeah. they don't because uh, how many times did Fauci switch up? Yeah. How, what's the survival rate again? Oh yeah, ninety nine percent, ninety nine point nine percent. Um, th- that's science. Well, that it's we funny, all know. It's funny you say that because Peter Ducey recently at a press conference, he kind of like got at Jen Psaki like ice cold because he was like, "So you're saying." that the Biden administration is in communication with Facebook about flagging and censoring and banning posts that are misinformation. But he's like, he's like, but throughout the course of the pandemic, there's a a various occasions in which Dr. Fauci says contradictory things. Are you guys also seeking to have those posts flag and ban? And then she's like, oh, well, throughout science evolves and we learn more things and everything and he's like yeah but also there was a time where the uh, it was considered misinformation and and uh the flat out fl- false that it comes from uh it could potentially have came from a lab but yeah. now even this president has acknowledged that that's a possibility so how are are you willing are you are you willing to censor the things that this president has said and yeah. and, and that's what i'm saying we're going to circle like, back it's like you you want it to serve your purpose and again yeah. if we live in a in in a if we take a moderate and reasonable approach the moderate and reasonable approach is like well yeah if you want the vaccine get the vaccine yeah. but if you don't leave those people the fuck alone because the survival rate is 99% and if you trust the fucking vaccine so much you're vaccinated so what are you worried about the motherfuckers that ain't yeah and because i've been told oh well um well yeah but what if you don't know what the side effects like the long-term side effects of you having had already the virus i'm like well yeah well i'm fine i feel fine but i'm also taking that risk i'm fine You're you're taking the risk of taking a vaccine there might be side effects right there's all that's also a risk and that's fine I'm not saying don't take the vaccine. I'm just saying, well, I think I'm good. I think I'm good. I think I'm healthy. I work out. I, I take care of myself. I'll be fine. And I, sh- and I have that right. What, I, what, what you don't have the right is telling me whether or not I should take the vaccine. And, and that approach and how you said that is no different than some of the things that Tucker Carlson or Ben Shapiro has said in a very similar way. And yet NPR and Time would seek to call that conspiracy theory or misinformation yeah my family took the vet oh that's fine i have nothing to i have nothing i don't feel any type of way like if you feel comfortable taking the vaccine that's fine you know that's cool like good for you if that's what you wanted to do and if it makes you feel more comfortable and if and and if it works that good but but that's see it's very it's almost shocking to, to have people who are okay with either or now and and I think that these articles in trying to push that Tucker and Ben uh, 
they live off of the outrage and off of the conspiracy theory. It's not that. It's that you're 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 really concerned because these people call you out and they have reasonable like like that. Uh, you retweeted a video in which Tucker. I mean. Uh, you you had said this is the best uh, journalism I've seen thus far this year, where yeah. he basically breaks down the election and why people. Well, not just the election, the whole Trump presidency. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like he goes into he goes into saying how uh, an investigation took place ver- based off of a dossier that was not even factual and that was bought and paid for by the uh, the opposing campaign that's no. number one so people were kind of like on the fence about that like okay like like what's what's to that nothing materialized from it day in and day out being attacked by the mainstream media just all of the craziness that took place throughout the course of the 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 trump presidency that ended up being nothing, like literally being impeached for nothing, all of that stuff, down to the Hunter Biden story in which it's like, okay, well now right before the election, you want to bury it. Like all of that stuff, all the way up into the election where it's just like, damn, like you motherfuckers, like you, y'all hate us. And, and like, it's evident now. And it, and it became super evident. And I know what he's talking about and that feeling because see for everybody else, it is what it is for them. Like, you know, they go about their day, their life or whatever. But like, for me, I, I do this. Like, I can't speak for anybody else, but like, like I, I do this, like a, a, a significant, amount of like my time is is researching this stuff talking about this stuff now writing about this stuff podcasting about this stuff talk, all of it and so for the election for me that was like like my super bowl saturday night boxing match it was like all of that shit combined and like i was looking at the analytics and everything that was going on and how tucker phrased it was 100% accurate at midnight, it went dark. It went dark. And it is abysmal. Like, it just shouldn't even be in a country as as advanced and as sophisticated as this, where we don't know who the winner of a presidential election is the <laughs> night of. That is unacceptable. Like, there is no excuse for that. I don't give a fuck about pandemic. I don't give a fuck about... Like, like a zombie apocalypse or some shit like that, I could understand. But but a fucking pandemic where it was the, you have a ninety nine percent survival rate, like mail in ballots, all this shit. Like, there's no reason that we no. should not have known who the president was the night of the election. And he 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 phrased it eloquently and perfect. And and so, but like, what were you gonna say about it? Were you were like, I tweet, I retweeted that video. Yeah, no, basically I was going to tell you to get into exactly what you said because this is why there's distrust with mainstream media. So and and he literally echoed that in that in that uh monologue. And and I feel like, well, how can like how can you not understand people on the right in that in that regard? You know right. what I mean? It's like it's like if you keep getting beaten with a bat I mean, 
you, there's going to be some trauma to I that. And the thing is, I don't think it's that they can't understand. They they won't understand. They don't want to. See, yeah, there's yeah, a difference right. and there's a level of, of compassion that goes along with this realm of 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 commentary journalism information for instance like when 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 somebody approaches us like some of our friends believe in like white supremacy or systematic oppression yeah. we don't we've dismantled it several times on this show and we've dismantled it with them using you know facts reason and logic there's a level of compassion that goes into it, even though at face value it may not seem like yeah. it may seem like oh you motherfuckers like uh, don't understand or whatever. It's like no, I understand like the negativity that you might be feeling, and I even understand that there might be a reason you might be feeling what you're feeling. Yeah. I'm just here to tell you that the reason you feel what you feel is not. Like the, the reason is not yeah. what you think it is. It's something else. And so uh, what I'm here to tell you is that like, yeah, if you are not where you feel you think you should be in life, well, it's not because like some boogeyman, like white supremacy organization is holding you down. It's because and science and data shows that this, this and this, yeah. that is why. And so and, and so until you do this, this and this. You don't really have the leeway to say that yeah. like there's this conspiracy against you. Now, if you did all of that and you're not getting better results, yeah. well, now I'm here to be like, oh well, shit, the motherfuckers are out to get you. Yeah. But until you do that, yeah. like, do you really? And and as a that's compassion for a person. Yeah, yeah. That that's compassion to be like, well, that is the stuff that if you change it and you and you fix it could lead to real betterment. Yeah. See, the the left, they don't want to do that for the right. The reason they don't want to do that for the right is because they die. If you do that, you have to also lend <laughs> like the remedy. Yeah. Like and, and and you don't have the remedy because you're not like your position is not rooted yeah. in reality. It renders you useless. Exactly. And you why would you kill yourself off exactly and so whenever somebody places a spotlight on that you seek to ban them or yeah. call them misinformation or conspiracy theorists because get them out get them out get them out, out because you don't want yeah. to live you don't want to live in that reality and best believe and best believe that this has been happening people have been getting banned Ben Shapiro and Tucker Carlson are not off the hook and no, they're they're no. definitely in danger like to be canceled no, i don't know that they by, will but not, not by not I by any surprised. not by any means yeah. it's just i think they're in a position where it would cause too much of an outrage and then also like how they said uh in in the npr article they're like uh it, it's uh it's interesting how ben shapiro is able to grow so much pushing and or perpetuating what he perpetuates, but still stay within the community guidelines of Facebook. Yeah. And like it's, it's like they're upset about that. Yeah. It's just like, well, 
so you 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 want him to get flagged. You yeah. you want him to get pulled, and 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 that's the thing. The devil is in the details. But they're <laughs> but they're they're so good at what they do that it's just like, well, are, we're not violating anything. Yeah. yeah. At least not yet, you know, because these motherfuckers, like you said earlier, they're willing to change the goalposts at any moment. But the other thing too is, you keep making it more and more blatant. Like for instance, you already you already took Trump off of because Trump was a force really sh- bigger and stronger than both of them with Twitter alone. Yeah, and you already kind of took him off there. Why the fuck he hasn't been like perpetuating like Gab? Because I think he is on Gab. But like it's it doesn't seem like he's really like pushing it too much. Yeah. Um I don't know, like I guess it all kind of has to do with like whatever his plans are for for, for timing to 2024. But also if you think about it, every time he has one of those messages where it's like the the office of the the 45th president of the United States. Yeah. If you notice every time he puts one of those those uh messages out uh, if Twitter fills up with them because of his fucking Baker Street Irregulars, they all like pump it yeah. through the airway. So it's kind of in a way where it's just like, in a way, Trump is still on Twitter because there's yeah. a plenty enough people on there that are going to like push the shit for him. Yeah. So that's kind of like crazy, like to have that amount of power because like no yeah. president has that where like you ex president rather, I should yeah. say. But also. Yeah. It's just like that was already like real big and like it, it it made waves, but like it would be super evident of censorship of the right if if you were to try to take Tucker and Ben Shapiro because how the fuck is Don Lemon still on air? How the fuck is Brian Stelter still on air? How the fuck Rachel Maddow, the queen of false shit? How the fuck is she still on air? You know what I'm saying? What are the rules don't apply for them? Well, no, of course not. They don't <laughs> apply to them, but, but they don't apply for them. But, like, you're going to have, like, see, the right doesn't believe in cancel culture. But if you take away, like, all of their people, yeah. well, even if you take away Ben Shapiro and fucking Tucker Carlson, you still have Tim Pool. You still have Crowder. You still have guys like us. So that's the other thing, too, is, like, the right wing definitely they they dominate like yeah. like the 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 alternate the alternate media and so yeah. that's the other thing too it's like the mainstream left media they're in a, like a kind of a rough position like you know, yeah. to the fact to the point where it's like they're almost facing ex- extinction yeah but but it's like you don't have to face extinction all you gotta be is like fair and balanced just do your job right. That's that was your job, but you turned into an activist halfway through, and well, that's why you have these problems. And 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 to me, that's where that's where like the future is. I don't know, cause like if they were to take Ben Shapiro out of of social media, right? Let's say they take him out of Facebook. <clears throat> does that change does that shift Facebook's power does that leave room for like another Facebook and I'll like is that a possible thing if if they start let's say the next purges let's say Steven Crowder uh, Tim Pool Ben Shapiro and and well 
Tucker is mainstream, so it'd be kind of rare for him to get canceled. But let's just say him. I mean, they would they're, they're, they would try to take him off the air. Off the air, yeah. You get these pool of people with obviously a big following. I mean, even the article showed how much better Ben Shapiro does than everyone else when it comes to like posts. Can can does Ben Shapiro have the power to make another Facebook? Does does if they all team up, do they create another network? Like that's the thing. Like what 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 happens if they get purged? If if the next round of because there's been two purges, right? Two or three? Shit, it's, mm. it's fucked up that it's always just the right wing that gets purged. But yeah, let's just at, at least two. Yeah, two. Because it's like you ones. had you had like the 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 apocalypse on YouTube. That was the last one, and, and then no, because the that was that was like where like the money was pulled. Oh but, yeah, but but then but so that right there was kind of like well, if you're gonna continue to do this, you gotta either have another way to make money, like like uh, Crowder with the Mug Club, yeah. or you're gonna like just be doing it for free, yeah. or like do it like Shapiro where it's like you have your own thing and like people subscribe and everything like that and it was Alex and, Jones and Farrakhan then, and yeah uh, Farrakhan and and uh, and Milo but then it was also was just three rounds but, but Milo before that with Alex Jones that batch with Alex Jones and Farrakhan he was already banned from Twitter prior yeah. to that he was just still on Facebook and Instagram yeah but then after that it was Trump then a few others then just like regular Twitter, for that. so that's that would actually make the third. The, that was yeah. the January sixth. Oh yeah, yeah, one. yeah. So that's three times that that's happened. So like, you'd kind of be stupid not to think that there might be a fourth, right? Yeah, but at the same time, at what point is it worth like? Because like you're in business to make money, so like at what point is it like? Well, now like we're we're. Like this shit becomes boring and nobody wants to wants to engage because since Trump has been off Twitter, that shit is a different world. Yeah. It's a totally different world. And and then it's just like you take Ben Shapiro off, which is like dominating on Facebook. So like what does what does that mean for Facebook? You yeah. know what I'm saying? It's just like and then when that shit happened with Trump. Everybody started jumping to Parler and fucking and Gab and everything like that. And a lot of those people aren't coming back. So that's the other thing. And obviously people are seeking this information because that's the, that's the thing that people need to realize. It's like you turn on TV. Yeah, Fox News is there. But also fucking CNN and MSNBC, they're always there also. But like Ben Shapiro, Tim Pool, Crowder. Crowder is the biggest independent political commentary uh, uh, YouTube show. Yeah. It, he's the biggest one. Yeah. So obviously people are seeking this information. That's it, what I'm saying. Does it does it create another platform or does it just worsen the, the whole al alternate universe thing? Like where it's like, well, we see our truth, you see your truth, and I, I that's it. I think what starts to happen is like, what's happening now with the manosphere um i don't know if you've been if you've paid much attention to the manosphere lately but the manosphere it went from like 
Rich Cooper, Entrepreneurs in Cars. At the beginning, Coach Red Pill was like kind of part of the manosphere. And then you started getting like Coach Greg Adams. And then now you got Kevin Samuels. Now you got this other podcast that is like fucking like going crazy, fresh and fit. The ones that interviewed that interviewed uh, those uh, uh, three chicks from OnlyFans that yeah. think before you sleep covered. Um, you have what's the other guy? Uh, Better Bachelor, the the Joker with a face for radio. Yeah, like that shit has grown crazy, and so it's just like it keeps to, it keeps sprouting up. It, it's kind of like well. You could you could get rid of one you could get rid of one but like un, like there's like more come because the fire has been lit exactly the yeah. fire has been lit so it's just like right now like they they were worried about Trump but like we have no idea like what a DeSantis could be we have no idea they coined it Trumpism we have no idea what's going on with that's what's going to be in 2022 what we do know right now is ready go politics. He's been talking about how, like, like the top, like he just did a video of like the top three Rhino Republicans that should be primaried out. Yeah. It's getting to the point where like, if you were not on some real shit, we don't give a fuck what title you have, if it's Republican or out. not, like no. we're getting you out. Yeah. So it's one of those things like the fire has been lit politically. It's yeah. been lit in social media. It's been lit in media. Yeah. So that's why Tuckerism is a thing now because now it's like if DeSantis runs, oh, this is bred from Tuckerism, right? Exactly. This is a lesser version of Trump, right? DeSantis, less aggressive, more nimble. Yeah, it's just like, but but still just as bad. And they're gonna come out with whatever they can fucking throw the same xenophobia or or whatever. But still, and all like people can't get caught up in. The isms. What you are well, definitely not, but you also can't get caught up in what you see at face value, because the truth of the matter is this: with everything, and there's nobody out there that can deny this. I mean, like just nobody. With everything that was thrown at Trump for four years, he still managed to get 13 million more votes than he did in 2016. And he's still the that kingmaker. Is Insane, like people really need to take a moment and stop to realize the gravity of that. The fact that the 24 hour news cycle was targeted at you day in and day out, and everything that you did was wrong, and you were impeached, and they just threw everything at you, and you still managed to get not like a few more votes 13 million more votes than you did. People aren't dumb. Like like the other day, my dad was was uh, helping me with some electrical stuff at, at the house. He's pretty good with that. And we were talking about politics, and he's like, "Yeah, something about Trump losing. It didn't seem right. Like it seemed like something was off with that." And like you know, he's not a big political guy, but this is just a guy, blue collar dude, Mexican American, like just giving his thought, not like trying to you know be outrageous or get into the political realm or or troll somebody this was just like in jest telling me something you know what i mean and to me it's like uh people people aren't so quick to be like oh just because the news says it i think we were talking about that earlier uh a couple episodes ago 
about how like how many people actually believe the shit that is the mainstream you're still gonna have the instincts of like something doesn't seem right with this something doesn't seem right with that and the, and the fact of the matter is along with everything that you just said trump remains the key maker in the republican party he has a grip of the republican party and it's like the strongest it's ever been right and it's like damn with everything everything thrown at him exactly he's still the kingmaker what does that say about people what does that say about the people that vote and it, and it also yeah. says what like it, it it also lends to question what does it say about that mindset like you said your your dad possesses you're like he's just he's a blue collar guy he's not like into politics like we are and everything like that like the fact that he possesses that mindset and what it shows is that there's something about the position and the approach of the moderate the right wing and the alternative media that resonates with people and i'm gonna and i think we could close out after this i'm gonna read another little and it's it's funny you brought that up because it's a little another another little segment from the article that i wrote that we'll be posting uh, uh later on this week sounds like you guys need to go to hangingwithapes.com and then click articles that's what it sounds like i think everyone here has to uh, check it out and, and, and so and so right here i wrote it's not just what tucker says but how he says it he is sharp yet simple he talks in a way that resonates with blue collar, the blue collar segment of society while exploring concepts that have enough controversy and complexity to catch the ear of the upper class, all while posing an ideological threat to the coastal elites. <laughs> yeah. And and like that kind of fr- like phrases it perfect. It's just like you got you got the blue collar people that it's just like it's just like, yeah, like that is how I feel like that is that is what I think. Then you got the upper class where like Tucker does things where it's complex and controversial enough where it gets their attention, upper class. And then it's like you got the 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 West Coast coastal elites and the East Coast coastal elites that are like, fuck, we got to get this guy off the air because yeah. and, and he's able to do it all at once. And the, the reason he's able to do it all at once yeah. and he's better at that than Shapiro is. Yeah. At, at that part, like like ga- like capturing like the broad demographic spectrum. Yeah, 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 exactly. He's better at he's better at that than than Shapiro is. But again, it's because he does it in a way that is just like it's logical and reasonable. And yeah. like you said, if people are smart, logical, and reasonable, it's gonna it's 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 gonna resonate. Yeah. Well, that's our episode for this week. Thank you guys so much for listening. The show continues to grow because you guys keep listening. So keep on listening. Remember, if we talk about something that you know somebody would be interested in, please share it with them. We're on all podcast platforms. We'll see you guys next week. We're out. Peace. Peace.